Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who is ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be, stop making excuses, and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. If you're ready to liberate your true self and up-level all areas of your life and business, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, we're going to dive into the Human Design New Year and why I no longer set goals, New Year's resolutions, or plan for an entire year. With this being the start of a new year, we can feel a lot of pressure, especially when we look at the transits, we have root gate activations occurring. So there's a lot of pressure occurring right now to get things done, to start something new. But when we dive deeper into understanding the energies of these gates and the timing of the transits, we understand the importance of taking a breath, pausing, and not reacting to this pressure making sure that we're following our strategy and authority when it comes to setting goals or setting intentions. And when you really understand strategy and authority, you understand that planning too much ahead in the future is not aligned really with any type or any authority. For instance, generators We're here to respond, and responding happens in the moment. We can't plan a year from now what we're going to have to respond to. When it comes to a projector, their strategy is to wait for the invitation, to wait for recognition. Again, you can't plan a year in advance what that is going to be. For reflectors, they're connected to the lunar cycle. So already we know that it's important for them to wait and experience that energy over the course of time before making a decision. Even manifestors who are the energetic type that doesn't have to wait for anything external to initiate, to get something started, they still have to tune into their manifestor cycle. And they have to wait for the urge to emerge from within them. So when they're initiating something, it's this creative urge that comes from within them. And they can't force or push or make that happen. There's going to be periods of the manifestor cycle where they're resting, they're reflecting. So it's important for a manifestor to tune in to that energy within them. So all of us are really playing with these elements of waiting. 
Waiting is really our divine timing mechanism. When we wait, we align with the natural flow, the natural rhythm, where our life naturally wants to take us. This is how we're designed to actually be living our lives is in passenger consciousness. Now, I'm going to do another episode later on where I really dive into passenger consciousness. But basically, what we're looking at is this concept of the mind being the passenger. When it comes to setting goals, setting New Year's resolutions, this is often rooted in the mind. It's rooted in the mind's ideas and beliefs on where our life needs to go and the specific timing. Instead of allowing our life to unfold, letting our body, the vehicle, take us naturally where we're supposed to go. The driver of our vehicle is our energetic monopole, which is located in the G-center. The mind really is designed to be the passenger that just enjoys the view. But often the mind can try to hijack the vehicle and try to overtake and become the driver. And this can lead us in a lot of directions that aren't actually aligned for us that don't lead us to where we need to go to fulfill our unique potential, our specific role, our unique role and place in the cosmic whole, in the greater picture. Each one of us are a unique once-in-a-lifetime cosmic event. And we can't align with that, with who that is, with you know who we are designed uniquely to be if the mind is hijacking the vehicle if the mind is trying to be the driver and be in control. So I mentioned that the transits have been activating gates in the root center. This began with gate 58, which began transiting the sun on Christmas Day on the 25th of December. The shadow of the 58th is dissatisfaction. The programming partner of the 58th is the 52nd, and the 52nd is also located in the root center. So the 52nd was activated by the earth, and the shadow here is stress. And I'm sure we can all tap into those energies of dissatisfaction and stress that occur around this time of year. There's a lot of busyness, a lot of chaos, especially like the interactions with family that can cause a lot of stress, you know, dissatisfaction in the way that things are going, the way that the holidays are unfolding, the maybe you had expectations and feeling disappointed and dissatisfied with the way that things are turning out. Both of these keys can create also a lot of pressure to seek. They're part of the code on ring of seeking. So it's really important to be aware of this pressure and not just be reacting to it, to become the observer where we can see this and instead lean into taking that pause, taking a breath. The higher expression of 58 and 52 are vitality and resolve. This is about really coming into more stillness, coming into that natural rhythm of the earth, being more in harmony with the natural flow, rather than trying to push and force and make things happen. The highest expression of 58 and 52 are bliss and stillness. That's really what this time of year is really about, is about bliss and stillness. 
So when we can remember that highest expression, we can let go of some of that pressure that can create that dissatisfaction and that stress. And then when we move into the new year, the sun and the earth are activated by 38 and 39. Both of these gates are also located in the root center. 38 and 39 bring about this energy of provocation and struggle. When we think about that energy, this is not where we want to be creating goals or setting New Year's resolutions because we can often be provoked. I know for myself, I went through a lot of provocations. And provocations are really like triggers that are opportunities for us to step into a higher level of consciousness. But again, we can feel pressure to react to these provocations instead of learning to be the witness, move into that passenger consciousness where we don't have to react. We can just view, observe what's going on and Through that, we gain the wisdom. 39 is this provocative energy. And 38 is really about discovering what's worth fighting for. And not just struggling just for the sake of struggling, but really discovering the fight that is aligned for you. And that is always going to be rooted in love rather than fear. Rather than pressure just to do something to you know, try to get rid of that provocation. You know, you can feel triggered and something can arise and then you're like, okay, I have to do something to try to make this go away. And that's what can actually then result in struggle, which is the shadow of 38. But when you really discover what's worth fighting for, this is when you move into the gift of 38, which is perseverance. I want to read a little bit from the 38th Gene Key the 38th gift of perseverance, so you can really get an understanding of what this gift is all about. It says, many of the qualities that may be perceived as negative in the 38th shadow become incredibly potent when they are in service of a higher aspiration. Stubbornness can be an awesome quality when it is used to wear down a more powerful enemy. Aggression can be channeled in an appropriate force or used as a specific tactic at specific times. Even deafness can be wonderful when you need to edit out the propaganda of others. All of these qualities fuse together into one single word, perseverance. The 38th gene key is known as the warrior of light. And I just love this because what we learn from this key is the difference between obstacles and resistance. Resistance is pushing against the universal flow and rhythms, but obstacles are a natural part of the journey and they're always gifts in disguise. When we can really discover what is worth fighting for, when we can stand for our truth and honor our truth, We can face obstacles that come naturally along the journey and uncover their gifts. And we're no longer pushing against the natural flow. We're not facing that resistance. Did you know that there is a higher frequency hidden within your DNA? A frequency of love, open-heartedness, genius, creativity that is just waiting for the right environment to emerge. 
Introducing the Soul Alchemy Retreat. For five days, you will journey deep into one of your gene keys to unlock a breakthrough, an epiphany that's been hidden within your DNA. This breakthrough will be a catalyst for more clarity, dedication, and focus so that you can fully express the true essence of who you are in service to the world. The epiphany that you unlock will be exactly what you need in your life and will be unique to you. This experience is about remembering who you are, connecting with your inherent worth and value, and witnessing the power that is already inside of you become manifested. You will learn how to become a soul alchemist and transform your shadows into your creative genius so that you can use any situation in your life as an opportunity and invitation for transformation and expansion. You will leave with a deep sense of trust in your life your life path, and that the universe is always supporting you so that you can take action from a heart-centered place instead of allowing fear to paralyze you. Because this retreat is set on the island of Oahu, you will witness the full spectrum of consciousness from the shadow to the city of your gene key through being surrounded and connected to nature. The Soul Alchemy Retreat is about bringing these keys alive and moving from intellectual understanding into the embodied experience of living these keys. You will learn more about your specific gene key and how it applies to your life than you would by simply reading the textbook. Due to the depth of the transformation, we're consciously limiting the enrollment to keep the retreat as intimate as possible. Early enrollment is open now. Join before January 22nd to get early enrollment bonuses and access to the most extended payment plan. I can't wait to spend five days with you here in Hawaii and witness the breakthrough that occurs as we dive deep into one of your gene keys. On January 5th, the sun and the earth moved into gate 54 and 53. Both of these gates are located in the root center as well. These are my conscious sun and earth, my life's work and evolution. Gate 54 is the gate of ambition. And this really has the capacity to have immense drive and achieve any goal when it's aligned with its true allies. The shadow of 54 is greed. When I think about how this can be connected to how we're setting goals and the mistiming of these goals and just feeling that reacting to that pressure, 54 is the shadow of greed. And so we can get caught up in setting these goals that are really just focused on accumulating material wealth. The gift of 54 is aspiration. Aspiration is really about aspiring to something beyond just material wealth and accumulation. You aspire to a higher vision of prosperity that sees a world where everyone thrives. You realize that the real treasure you seek cannot be found in the material world. It can only be found within. So we're still not quite at the energy where we're wanting to set goals. You can kind of think about this period between the traditional, you know, new year of January 1st and the human design new year, which actually begins when the sun is in gate 41. And that will be on January 22nd. 
This is kind of like the runway up till that new beginning. And the 41 is the initiator codon. It's the start codon. So this is why it's considered the human design new year because it's getting things started. It literally is the start of any new beginning. This is what codes for the start of a new process within our DNA. But even the 41 is still part of the fourth quarter in the human design mandala. Until we get to gate 13, which will be the start of the first quarter, which is the quarter of initiation, we're still in this fourth quarter of mutation. So even when we enter into the 41, we're still really just anticipating what's to come. That's the gift of 41, is anticipation. 41 is still located in the root center, and the root center is just pressure. We do not need to respond to all of this pressure, especially if your root is undefined or open. You're receiving, you're amplifying this root pressure from others, especially during these transits. It's really important to, again, not just be reacting, but observing, allowing this energy to flow through you so you can learn the lessons, gain the wisdom that comes through your passenger consciousness, which comes through being the observer. This podcast is being released on January 12th. And from January 11th until January 15th, the sun will be in gate 61. Gate 61 is not located in the root. It's actually located in the head center. So we have a brief period where we move away from this pressure from the root, but we still have pressure from the head. The head center is the other pressure center in the body graph, in the body. But this is mental pressure. So we're going to experience a shift from this root pressure to this mental pressure from the head center. Then on the 16th, the sun moves into the 60th gate, and that's located in the root center. So we move back to the root center, and then starting on the 22nd, this is when the sun moves into gate 41, which is also located in the root center. But this is the start codon, like I was talking about, the initiator codon. So this is where we consider the beginning of the human design new year. So it's important to look at these elements of what's being activated by the transits during this time of year. Every year during this time of year, these same gates are activated. This is why we see these similar themes occurring at the same time of year, because we have this energy of the transits that's flowing through us, these neutrinos that are flowing through the different planets and being activated by these different gates have an impact on what we're experiencing. The planetary transits are actually the primary way that we experience conditioning. This is really important to understand how these transits can influence us. And again, we don't have to do anything about it. We just have to learn to be the observer, to watch these themes occur rather than respond so we can gain the lessons, gain the wisdom, and align to our truest potential. 
Gate 41 is the gate of contraction. And in the I Ching, this hexagram was known as decrease. I want to read the description of this gate from the circuitry book by Richard Rudd. It says, this is the gate of fantasy. These people constantly fantasize about having new experiences. This gate represents an impulse to do something new. It's the pressure to seek experience through feeling, fantasy, excitement, or thirst for destiny. The pressure of this gate is often experienced as a feeling of restlessness, as though something new is beginning, but without the 30th gate, it can't be crystallized to become a specific desire. The shadow of the 41st is fantasy, and the dilemma of this shadow is planning. The 41st is my culture. As a shadow, this can really be what blocks the flow of money and resources and prosperity in my life. And what I found is the more that I try to plan things, the less I can actually anticipate what is to come. Anticipation is the gift of 41. And this anticipation really comes from being present in the moment and not trying to plan and just fantasize about the future. Because when we just get caught up in all of our plans and our fantasies about a distant reality in the future, we lose ourselves in the present moment. And life is actually happening in the present. All of life is happening in the present. The past, the future, and the present are all occurring right now. Right now, you're planting the seeds for the future. And you're experiencing the manifestations of the past. So we can really find everything that we need in the present moment. And that's what allows us to move into this gift of anticipation, which is not about planning all of the details and trying to figure out all of the steps. Instead, you can feel into the energy. This is very much a feeling gate because it's reaching for gate 30 in the emotional solar plexus. It's all about feeling. So when you can feel into the energy, you can anticipate what is to come. And then we can really be prepared for the start of the first quarter, which begins with gate 13. Gate 13 will be activated by the sun on February 2nd. Gate 13 is all about the energy of learning from the past and really discerning your own inner wisdom and guidance from the noise of the outside. These people are natural listeners and they hear what others often don't. This is known as the gate of the listener and the 13th hexagram is the fellowship of man. These people are great secret keepers. They're the great record keepers of experiences and history and are incredible at sharing the experiences of others. So we're being invited to listen and slow down so we can hear and learn these stories from the past and allow that to guide us moving forward into this quarter of initiation which is the first quarter on the rave mandala. In this quarter, we see the gates from the channel of initiation, 51 and 25, are activated. 
The quarter of initiation is about purpose being fulfilled through the mind. With it beginning in gate 13, this really gives us a shared direction as humans through the role of listening to the secrets of the past. Within each of these quarters, we have one of the four love gates from the vessel of love, which sets the frequency of how we are empowered to be love through the sharing of our being with others within that quarter. In the first quarter, we're going to have the 25th gate, which the highest frequency is universal love. You know, we have this fellowship of man in 13 and the universal love of the 25th. So I think when we're looking into this quarter of initiation and bringing together the mutation and transformation that occurred in the fourth quarter, because right now we're completing the fourth quarter. We haven't yet moved into this fourth quarter of initiation. This fourth quarter is the quarter of mutation. So there's a lot of changes that are occurring. This is not the time to be initiating something new, but we can be allowing ourselves to be changed, to be evolved, to mutate, to learn through these different experiences and come into this quarter of initiation and have learned those lessons from the past. From the 13, we can listen, we can learn from that, and we can move forward into this initiation with universal love from the 25th. Any goals, any intentions that are really worth setting, anything that's really worth fighting for is going to be rooted in universal love. I hope that this episode gave you some insights on the different gates that have been activated, are activated, will be activated in this time that we're moving through. And it can allow you to simply be the observer, move into that passenger consciousness where you are the witness. And this is really how you move into seeing the world from your unique perspective how you're uniquely designed to see the world, which is completely unique to you. This is about becoming your differentiated self. So I hope that this inspires you to continue to go deeper within as you observe the beauty of life that is always unfolding around you. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. And I just know that 2022 is going to be such an incredible year of love, unity, and awakening. And I'm so excited to have you alongside me for this journey. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.